0: Good morning. Today is Monday, August 8th, 2022. Uh, Before I begin, I just want to say what a great joy to be able to say good morning and to greet each other. And after Tisha B'Av, where we do not greet each other, um, we should not take it for granted. Just to be able to say good morning and how are you. uh, It's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. So, good morning. How many Hebrew words are there in the famous statement of Jewish belief, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echod. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Now we say this prayer twice every day. We read it in this week's Torah portion in the Parashu Veschanan, this Shabbos. It is perhaps one of the most famous and um, important Uh, I would say, foundational sentences in all of Judaism. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. So, how many words are there in that statement? Are there six words? Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Six. Or, are there really four? Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Hashem Elokeinu means God is our God, meaning we have a relationship with God. Hashem Echad means there is only one God. There are no other gods. Everything comes from one God. Everything is connected. There was a, a Buddhist man, but it could have been a Jewish man, who walked up to a hot dog stand and he said, make me one with everything. So everything's connected. Hashem Echad. So it would appear that the statement, the, 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 the truth that we're expressing, is four words Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Why do we have two words at the beginning? Shema Yisrael, here Israel. Why do we have those two words? We only need four. Why add two at the beginning? So it's a very, very important issue. My grandfather used to put it as follows. He used to quote, many years ago, a student said, Master, teach me wisdom. And the master said, Very well, my son. Listen. And the student said, I am listening. Proceed. And the master said, there is nothing more to add, my son. It is so important to make sure that when you say something important, that the other person is ready to hear it. The other person is prepared to hear it. Rav Amital Points out that when Moshe first came to the Jewish people in Egypt during the slavery, after Moshe had received his mission from God in the desert at the burning at the burning bush, Moshe's first speech to the Jewish people, he said to them, he came back to his his people in Egypt and he said, we're going free, God's going to take us out of slavery, we're going to Eretz Israel, the land of Israel. We're going to become a holy people, and we will enlighten the world. And the Torah says, Vlosham Uel Moshe. They did not hear what Moshe said. Mikotzer Ruach, from their narrow spirit, their constricted spirit, Umeavoda Kasha, and from the difficulty of the burdensome work from the slavery, from the persecution. They heard the words, but they couldn't absorb Moshe's message. They couldn't internalize what Moshe was saying. And this has so many practical applications. For example, just to take one, it's very important for family members to go with a loved one to an important doctor's appointment where there may be important information because we know and by the way there's research there's evidence that shows this when a patient is meeting with a doctor and the doctor God forbid has to give negative news very often after the first sentence the patient doesn't hear Much of what the doctor will say afterwards, what's going to happen, what we're going to do, what the plan, what are the chances, etc., all of that is not absorbed because the patient just heard the first line and can't internalize the rest. It's necessary for a family member to be there to be able to take notes, to ask questions, to get all the details, to remember exactly what was said because the patient very often will not. Did you ever happen, did this ever happen to you? Did you ever say to someone, Can I ask you a question? And the person answers, Well, you just did. There's always a smart aleck who will say that. Well, you just did. But the Talmud says that is what we should do all the time. That is considered polite. And when I say to you, can I ask you a question? What I mean is, is this a good time for me to ask you this question? Are you able to focus on what I'm going to say? And that's why we say, Shema Yisrael. Listen, Israel. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem elekhalad. This is really important. This is perhaps the most important religious statement we're going to make. So, before we say it, get ready. Focus, remove distractions. And that's why, by the way, we cover our eyes when we say this line of Shema Yisrael. This is really important. you got to focus. Don't be distracted. So first we say these words, Shema Yisrael, listen, get ready, focus, remove distractions. Now, once you're ready, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. This is such an important lesson in every area of life, in every relationship that we have. So important in our relationship with our parents, with our children, with our spouse, with our friends. So often, we say things that we think are important to another and our words are ignored. They have no impact. Or, they have the opposite impact of what we intend our words to have. Now, there can be many reasons for this. But one reason is that the person at that moment was not prepared, was not ready to listen, was not able to focus on the words. Maybe they were upset. Maybe they were preoccupied. Maybe they were in pain. There could be a lot of reasons. So we have to be so careful to evaluate when to say what we want to be heard. So with that in mind, I'd like to prepare all of us to hear, properly, two other words we have just entered the season, thank God, where, hopefully, we will hear these two words often. They are two common Hebrew words, very nice words, that in a specific context have a profound lesson to teach us, and the two words are mazel tov. tov! I wish you good fortune. Congratulations. Nice words. Mazel Tov. Nice words. So, have you ever been at a meal with other Jewish people and someone drops a glass or a plate or some dishes, it makes a loud noise and somebody will yell out Mazel Tov. It's universal. I challenge you. <laughs> try it. <laughs> Maybe don't try it on purpose. But, <laughs> but the next time it happens, notice it is inevitable, universal. Somebody will say mazel tov. Now, why do they do this? Well, of course, because at a Jewish wedding, the last moment of the ceremony under the chuppah, the groom breaks a glass The ceremony is over, the couple is married, and everyone says Mazel Tov! So, it has come to be associated that when something is broken, we say Mazel Tov! right, But it's much deeper than that. And it demonstrates enormous wisdom of the Jewish people. Why do we break a glass at a Jewish wedding? under the chuppah. Well, there are a number of different reasons. Rabbi Shlomo Karabach suggests that it is a reminder to the bride and groom at this holy, auspicious moment, their first moment of married life together. And it is a message, a lesson to every single one of us who are present that marriage is fragile, like glass. One mistake, one lapse in judgment, can shatter it. God forbid. But husband and wife must be vigilant, must be cautious, to preserve their love and to constantly work to enhance it it requires effort and ongoing sustained exercise in order to maintain it and enhance it but then says Reb Shlomo, there's a second lesson when the glass is broken under the chuppah we say mazeltov when someone makes a mistake, when something breaks, we can say muzzle tough. We can clean up the mess. We can go on with the celebration. Whatever is broken, we can fix it. Of course, within reason. There are exceptions. But in general, we can fix it. We can go on with the celebration. We can decide when and how to respond or not to respond. And that is what Jews mean when they say mazel tov, when a dish breaks. What they mean to say is, it's not the end of the world. Don't worry. Okay, you broke some glasses. It's okay. Celebration will continue. We'll clean up the mess. It's going to be okay. And that's the final moment of a Jewish wedding. A final, crucial lesson for a happy marriage, for a happy family, for happy relationships. If something breaks, you can find a way to say Mazel Tov. So, be ready for what the message is. That's the lesson that we learn from those first two words, Shema Yisrael. Listen. Get ready. Pay attention to the message that is coming. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.